0: Blog Talk Radio Good afternoon, my name is Jeanette Abney And I want to thank you for joining me here At Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio I'm messing with my phone and my phone just did something crazy So I'm to turn it off so, some noise, so again, Jeanette Abney Thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk During the month of May, Memorial Day, and I want to give honor to those who have served in in our military in any type of uniform services or capacity. I want to thank you for those that are currently serving, and to those fallen soldiers. Now, with that also being said, during the month of May is Lupus Awareness Month. And May was designated as Lupus Awareness Month as many individuals have little knowledge or no knowledge about this disorder, which is probably why my voice is so sad and going in and out, too. So with today's show, we're going to be providing information and bringing a sense of awareness as it relates to this disorder. Now, some of you may have heard of the term or the disorder of lupus. Some may have don't even know what it is. Now, here recently a lot of individuals gained knowledge about lupus. Either they heard that some of their um famous star athletes had it, or some movie stars have come out and shared their diagnosis. And others are learning that family members have perhaps may have demonstrated symptoms of lupus. And right before the show, I had to call my auntie to try to get my little cousin to call in because she also has lupus as well as myself. I've had symptoms for years. So, again, I want to educate individuals, and we're going to talk about what individuals can do. Now, when we say, okay, Jeanette, well, you guys are not doctors. No, we're not doctors. But there are many individuals that are living with the symptoms, and that is why it is so important to bring a sense of awareness. Because I know for myself, when I'm around my daughter and I'll say, oh, I'm tired, or my, my um, bones ache or my joints ache, or, you know, I say little things, my daughter be looking at me like, get over it, suck it up, you'll be all right. Now, my cousin is on the air, so let me walk her on. Hello, cousin, good afternoon, how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
0: I I'm, I'm good. I wanna thank you for being obedient and calling in because I was like I waited to the last minute to put this information out. But you know, did you know that May was actually lupus awareness month? Were you aware of that? Yes I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And part of that is to raise a sense of awareness as it relates to the lupus. Because many individuals are living with this disorder. Some have succumbed to the disorder. Some family members have no idea what it's about, and that's why I wanted you to also be on the show with me. I want to share some information, and this is coming from lupus.org, and it talks about 10 things one can do to raise awareness of lupus. And we can do things in a small way. We can, one, go purple for lupus. Sometimes people wear purple clothing and things of that nature that's a sign because we know that actually Lupus Awareness Month was actually Friday, May the 15th, and they put that on for that day. Also, people can raise funds, they can donate, and they can shop, and they can go to different organizations. They can also volunteer and walk to in lupus now is another thing that individuals do. They can use social media to share information. But we also have to be well-informed. And by being well-informed, to be an advocate is the best way you can do it, to answer questions that provide information and also talk to your government officials. Now, cousins, tell them and also share your story. So I want you to share your story, cousin.
1: How did you know or tell first to listen to who you are? My name is Sharon. Um, I found out about, maybe about 10 years ago. Um, I've always felt like weak in the heat or my body is hurt and I just never knew what was going on. And um, I went to the doctor one year and I was like, something's wrong with me. And at this time I was like 30 and I was like, I think I have arthritis and the doctor was like she laughed at me and she's like you're too young just take some Motrin and I was in a lot of pain so I waited like another year later and I saw another doctor and she tested me um, and she told me I had arthritis and then she said I want to test you again because I think that the arthritis started because you have lupus so then that's when she discovered the lupus and then she started putting me on meds from there.
0: Mhm, And, you know, and it's interesting because you said you was in your 30s. I started having symptoms when I was about 13, 14 years old. And mine started more in my skin. And I would break out in hives and rashes. And hell, at first I thought I was allergic to my mama because I thought whenever she would get on my nerves, <laughs> I would have a, a flare-up. And they didn't mm-hmm. know what it was. And they went from it being children till they didn't actually diagnosed me with lupus until after I gave birth to Tisha in 87 so I was about 21 when they gave when they diagnosed mm-hmm. me and when they tried to give me the uh, prescription Plaquenil it made me it made my voice raspy it made my skin complexion worse when my feet started turning black my legs started getting dark that's why I call myself chocolate chip because I'm brown I'm light skin and dark skin all at the same time mm-hmm to say, as long as this rash don't get in my face, I'm cool. And I'd be doggone about two years ago, I noticed I started getting the butterfly rash in my face. However, I still don't take Plaquenil anymore. I discontinued that a long time ago. So we can talk about the medications, and I think um, that's part of what's going on with my voice right now, too, is because it can affect your organs, and it can affect people differently in a lot of different ways. And I also remember, and I had this young lady, I wanted her to call in. I sent her a message. She was my hairstylist for years, and she had been doing hair for a number of years. And I noticed that with lupus, I can't dye my hair. I can't put perms in my hair. I can't do anything with my hair. And she used to tell me, because my hair was a good length and I would want a perm, she would tell me, no, you're lucky to have hair. Because some individuals are diagnosed when they started noticing that they started having hair loss. So we could talk about that, too, in regards to your hair. Because a lot of individuals, mm-hmm. we talk about what is lupus. Lupus is an autoimmune disease. And the immune system that is designed to protect our organs, actually what happens is if the antibodies in your body can't fight off foreign objects and it attacks you. And it is estimated that 1.5 million individuals in the United States have lupus. And it can affect individuals from all walks of life. And it is more common in people of African descent, Asian, or Native American backgrounds. And a lot of people don't know that. And most often, lupus affects the skin, which is my issue, the joints, and blood cells but it can also affect the kidneys brain and other organs now not only does lupus cause different symptoms in different people but it also varies greatly in severity in some people the disease is mild whereas in other people it could be severe and even life-threatening the disease also is variable over time in some people, it is quiet for long periods and then can flare up for no apparent reason. Now, we don't know why the effects of lupus are so variable from one person to the next, but they do have what's called a list of symptoms. And you know, Sharon, I want to say, too, with lupus, individuals in order, we're going to talk about living with lupus, you got to maintain your stress. My son called me today. Reggie called me, getting on my nerve. I kept telling him, Reggie, I don't want to talk. I want. to mm-hmm. Girl, I hung the phone in the face because I don't know if it happens <laughs> to you, <laughs> but stress. I can't let nothing stress me out. How do you deal with stress? Your lupus.
1: Yeah, stress, yeah, stress is, is the worst because I do notice when you said like the hair. When I start to stress, like the back of my hair. I rub it a lot because it'll just be itchy in one spot, and it'll get thin there,, mm-hmm. and that's like when I'm stressing is when I notice it the most, mm-hmm. but um it's like my joints, everything I always say like if I'm stressing, my joints are hurt more, that's mainly my problem joints mhm, see mine is
0: becoming more my joints now more my hands. it's hard for me to ball yeah. this some. So sometimes, and I notice that I can't hold things for a long time. I'll drop it, you know. And mm-hmm. then I remember when I was in my 20s, no, it was in my 30s, I think when I retired, as a school bus driver. And um, they tried to say that it, I had rheumatoid arthritis, which was part of why I had to retire, but it wasn't. But I notice like sitting for a long period of time, you know, if it gets really, really, I can't do cold weather because my bones just, joints just lock up on me. So when we start talking Mm -hmm. about symptoms, the list of symptoms that can be caused by lupus is literally too long to even list. But one of the most um, notorious and most common is fatigue. A lot of people are tired. Are you tired a lot? Because I run like forever. I'm just going, 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 going. What about fatigue? Do you deal with a lot of fatigue?
1: I'm usually like that, too, where I just go. But I do notice that sometimes when I have a flare-up, I just want to sleep. I'm tired all day. I'm yawning. I don't want to go anywhere. I just feel like I'm asleep. But Mm -hmm. I really can't sleep. I just feel tired. I'm just strained, and I'm yawning all day. But... I can't go to sleep. I just and it'll be like that for like three days straight. And it's only like during a flare up when my joints are swollen. I just feel tired all the time.
0: Mhm. And yeah, because fatigue and a lot of times individuals don't realize the fatigue. Now, and I don't mean if a person is too fatigued, you got to know when to go see your rheumatologist too. We'll talk a little bit about that because sometimes individuals don't know how to get rest, and that used to be my biggest problem. And it was crazy, Shira, because. I can't stay up late at night only if I'm at the casino. If I'm at the casino, girl, I will not have a flare up. I can sit there for <laughs> I can sit. What, Here. I can sit at the casino, girl, playing black ducks for hours and won't have no problems. But you let me have a get together, a barbecue. Girl, when it's time to go to sleep, I'm the first one to sleep. So, yeah, but for kids, one. Another thing is initial. Weight loss or weight gain. Now, I was just before my friend had passed away on a motorcycle in a motorcycle accident, he had got on me and I was telling him that with lupus, when you gain weight, it's hard to get that weight off of you. When I was doing my Facebook live, I was looking at my stomach. I told my daughter, I said, Tisha, look at my stomach. I was trying to hold it. I was trying to cover it. <laughs> but that weight and and my friend was like, that's not an excuse. I know a lot of people with lupus that are not big. I know a lot. But the problem is it also can affect it in regards to sometimes you may have an initial weight loss and then weight gain. And see, sometimes, too, people don't realize that the kidneys can become damaged. So that's another thing because there's different types of lupus. You have the discoid, you have the systemic, and there's another one that I just learned of. So it's it's very, very interesting. Now, I know with your weight, it fluctuates too. But what are some of the challenges that mm-hmm. you've had with with weight?
1: Um, I'm usually, I eat a lot. And I, I have a hard time, like, gaining weight. So I don't know <laughs> if the pills that I take. But I have been, like, up and down. But I'm, like, mm-hmm. if I try to gain weight, I can't.
0: I think they eat a lot. He just runs in our family. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because I eat a lot. I just want to eat all the time. I just have food. I don't really eat a lot, but I always want food around me. I always got food somewhere. Girl, I've been having food for days. I'm like the same food. I'm like, you know I got to throw some trash. You know, I just got to have food around me. And I've been, uh, no, when you was little, I will never forget when I had to babysit you. And you was eating a lot even as a kid. At one time, you wouldn't listen to me. I said, that's why they're not going to give you lunch at school. you left crying about, they're not going to give me lunch. My mom just told me that, that
1: story like kiddie? last week. <laughs> <laughs> I said, You want to listen to me? They're not going to give you lunch today. But <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, do you have <laughs> I don't, In I'm at work, I'm like, I got to eat every two to three hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another thing, Sharad, is fevers. Some individuals experience fevers. They can also experience muscle or aching muscles and swollen joints. Now, that right there, girl, honey, that is no joke. When your joints, I I would notice Mm -hmm. the swelling in my ankles or the swelling in my feet. And when I start Mm -hmm. swelling up, I can't do nothing. I'm done for the rest of the day. It's wrap. That means you've got to be in the bed all day. She can't go nowhere because her feet cannot touch the floor. Cause my feet are swollen. Have you had issues in in that area in regards to the yes, that's, or the that's, swelling joints and feet.
1: Yes, that's my main problem. Um, I know what you mean because I've had days where I couldn't even walk. I had to get out of my bed and crawl to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. because my feet hurt so much. I can't walk on them. And it's usually when you are saying the cold, it's usually when it's cold. Like if I have a fan on or the window is open, by the time I wake up my hands they won't close, my feet are full and I can't walk on them. That's mm-hmm. my number one problem, my joints with the lupus. Correct. Right.
0: And you and you talked about the patchy hair loss and that is notorious for a lot of individuals with lupus too. And like I said, it took my beautician one time telling me, because I was like, I want to bum, I want to do this, I want to, girl, honey, if I dye my hair, all of it will fall out. I can't, I can't, and I, I just be like, whatever. And then some individuals have what's called the chest or abdominal pains. Some individuals can have blood clots, sores in their mouth, and the rashes. Now, the most characteristic rash is the redness over the cheeks, on both sides of the nose, which is what they call the butterfly rash. And I know with my rheumatologist, he used to always talk about the rash. When you go, they always check your glands. They always – some individuals experience of dryness in their mouth or vaginal dryness, and that's another sign and symptom of of lupus. Now, lupus can also cause kidney failure, and when it affects the brain – Thinking can become confused, and people can have seizures, delusions, or hallucinations. Now, I'm just looking at this, I was trying, and this is coming from the healthharvard.edu. I didn't know that it can basically um, uh, affect the brain. I mean, it could affect the brain, but I didn't know it could have people, cause people to have seizures, delusions, and hallucinations. Were you aware of that?
1: No, I never
0: heard that. Mm-mm. I thought I was really seeing things and hearing things. I'm hoping I ain't affected. <laughs> good Lord. Now, unfortunately, over the past forty years, lupus has become easier to diagnose because prior to that, people did not know. They really didn't. And not only that, through improved testing and to treat, new drugs help suppress the autoimmune attack on the body's organ. And historically, the most common cause of death from lupus used to be kidney failure. Now, it can be effectively corrected by kidney dialysis and kidney transplant because I've known, I have a friend, her sister, she wound up having to have a a kidney transplant because of her lupus. Now, while the causes of lupus remain uncertain, individuals appear to be triggered and treat by recent evidence suggesting that the Disorder immune attack of lupus might be triggered, at least in some cases, by genes in our gut microbes. And now, when they start talking about things of this nature, they're still finding it very difficult to determine and to find out, like I said, because they call the cancer of lupus children. Now, you said you're taking medication, but my first question is, how often do you have to go see your rheumatologist?
1: Um usually about I just since I've been out here I've only seen my rheumatologist once and then she said about every six months. So it okay. varies between some doctors say three every three months, some say every six.
0: Mhm. You know what? You're doing good because some people have to see the rheumatologist either once every six weeks or, you know, every three months. I know I only have to go once a year. And I remember I had the same rheumatologist one time for a year. And it's crazy because I shared on one of the shows, his wife was, um, oh, the call dropped. His wife was um, killed in uh, Poway with the, the church shooting. But he was my rheumatologist for years. And the one thing I will never forget him telling me is that individuals do not die from the illness. They die from complications from the medication. Now, let me walk her back on. I know her call had dropped. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling back in, Sherron, because your call dropped. I want to share some information, and I had said earlier on the air that a lot of individuals really hadn't heard of lupus until they started hearing about some of their, you know, famous athletes. I think it was either Phoenix or One of them was diagnosed. Do you remember
1: which one it was? was it no, I know Selena Gomez has it in the canon. Yes. Yes, Selena Gomez is one that I want to talk about
0: too because she shared that she was battling lupus in 2015 and it shed light on a disease that affects an estimated 1.5 million Americans, most of women, and they say that 9 out of 10 adults with lupus are women and this typically develops during childbearing years between the ages of 15 and 44. And even though it is especially devastating because lupus is a lifelong disease, there is extended remission because sometimes people can be in remission for a long, long time. Now, there were some other individuals, too, that, and I'm trying to find this information as we go along. Now, what do you want to share and what would you want the listeners to know that could provide them some help? Or encourage individuals
1: that are um, dealing with this. With me, it's like day to day. I never even know how I'm gonna feel. Like I, I have some days where I'll go to work and people are like, "Are you okay? Did you hurt your knee?" Because I'm limping. And the next day, and I'll tell them like, "Okay, it's my lupus. Tomorrow I'll be fine." And I will walk in there the next day like nothing was wrong yesterday and. The day before, my feet were so swollen and it looked like something was, had happened to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just day to day. Like, you never know when you wake up how you're going to feel. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of mornings lately I've been waking up and my feet have hurt. Have been hurting and I'm like, just give me a couple hours, I'll be okay, and it'll go away. Um. Yesterday, I woke up fine. And then I walked around. I went to Walmart. I went a few places. And by the end of the day, I was hurting. So I started Mm -hmm. to limp. But some days people, they don't understand it because it's like, you were just fine. Like nothing was wrong with you and now you're saying you're in pain or now you're tired. Like a lot of times I'll say I'm going to go somewhere and just when that day comes, I don't feel like it. I'm just, I'm drained. I don't want to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. And then,
1: like I said, the next day it will be a completely different situation. It's just it's day-to-day you never know how you're going to feel.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's interesting, like you said you was cooking today, and I know as soon as I get out the air i got to start cooking for teachers here and then I'm cooking for my grandkids. But I know standing on my feet cooking, it will cause me to have a flare-up too. I love to cook but I just can't stand on my feet cooking for hours. Now, I mentioned some individuals in regards to movie stars, athletes, stuff like that. Um, Mick Cannon was another one. In 2012, Mm -hmm. Mick Cannon was diagnosed with lupus kidney disease, and um, so he was another one. Toni Braxton was Mm -hmm. diagnosed and indicated that she struggled with lupus, in 2011, and one of the things I'm looking at that she indicated is that there were some days that she can't even balance it at all. And you know, um, another one, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, yeah, Lady Gaga had indicated she was another one that she said, although she had never had shown any symptoms, she basically talked about um, she's an actress detected borderline for lupus. Seal. Um, Phil was another one He battled discoid lupus as a child And his trademark facial scarring Is a result of the disease I didn't know that In regards to you know, I I saw the thing on the face But I didn't know it was because of lupus Shannon Mm Brooks was another one She is a celebrity And a medal gold winning American Olympic soccer player Was diagnosed in 2007 At the age of 30 While playing for the US She was diagnosed with And, um, you know, that's another one. She was 30. Kristen Johnson, she was diagnosed, ooh, at the age of 46. And, I mean, she had been dealing with it for a a while. And she's a comedic actress. We got um, Ray Walston. Oh, God. It's Tanisha Arnold. I didn't know that she had been um, diagnosed. Um, Tanisha Arnold, Mm -hmm. She's an actress Singer And uh, we You know Many of us Know who she is So I thought she I thought her sister Had it Um, Barbara Bush Barbara Bush Was another one She suffered from Grave disease Which You know They indicated that um, It says Bush first lady Barbara Bush Had lupus And also suffered From grave disease So there's a Lot of individuals That we don't Even know of And um, it's like, wow I'm looking at one here Where celebrities link to lupus And it talks about Olita Adams She was a 2011 Grammy Nominated senior She told how she suffered from lupus For 10 years So I'm just like Wow, you know But individuals are doing better And they're living longer And so we just now I'm looking at something wow. I'm looking at something. Here was an actress, I can you pronounce her name? Need Dalabi something. She hid the tragic secret from her cast members while she was filming Jericho. She was suffering from lupus and the condition deteriorated shortly after filming the drama and she ended up and she admitted on um to what is this guy's hospital where she spent her last four months showing acceptable courage But she died at the age of 32 from kidney failure. Mm. So um, one of the Backstreet Boys was another one. He died of lupus. So this is something that we really, really shouldn't be playing with. Did you even know that they suspected Beethoven of having lupus? I didn't even know that. So it's just educating ourselves. We have another caller on the line. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you doing today, Ms. Jeanette?
0: I am well. Now, I know you said that you didn't know much about the disorder, which was one of the reasons why I wanted you to, to call in, because a lot of individuals don't, and they don't realize that lupus is one that can affect men as well as women. And I'm looking at this list. Of individuals that, um, wow, well, that I'm looking at people who have experienced lupus or family members have experienced lupus. And we have to educate ourselves in regards to, you know, what, what it is, how it affects individuals, and what we can do. And sometimes just having a better understanding. Because I know, like, when I be talking to my daughter, and I will say I'm tired or I don't feel like doing nothing. she looked look at me like, you better get over it, suck it up, you know. But the problem is individuals are unaware of the disorder. I'm looking at football players, people who have had mothers that have passed, sisters, daughters, cousins. I want to say Snoop Dogg had some battles with his one. I think it was his daughter had um, lupus. What questions,
2: or do you have, as it relates to this? Um, I don't really have any questions about it. I mean, I think it's great that you're doing this awareness because, uh, like I said, I don't know much about it. I looked up real briefly a couple different sites, and one thing. Okay, I, I kind of thought that lupus was a disease that mimicked other diseases because once when I was in the hospital the woman in the room with me had lupus and then uh we had to be separated because she kept going in the bathroom smoking and i i mean i'm a smoker and i didn't even do that and i didn't want her to blow the hospital up but i always thought she was just like crying wolf so my impression was that lupus mimics other diseases kind of makes the person like a hypochondriac what i didn't know about it was that lupus um as it turns the immune system, the immune system turns against it, the the body. So, I mean, I think it's great that you're doing this awareness because, I mean, that's got to be terrible. I've always prided myself on having a strong immune system. I've never had a cold, never had a flu. I don't know what I'd do if my immune system turned against me and just started attacking my body in general. That's got to be bad because um. I have a, an ex whose daughter got diagnosed with it, and I just never realized the seriousness of it. I mean, the tiredness and your body turning against itself, and it's just got to be bad.
0: Well, it's like a war. It's kind of like, though I remember my doctor explained it to me like this. Your red blood cells are low, which can cause symptoms of anemia, and you feel like you're anemic, like you feel like you're lethargic and tired, and your white blood cells are high which makes you more prone to infections, And we can talk a little bit about that as it relates to the coronavirus because your body is not able to fight off foreign objects. So what happens is your body is on attack all the time. Your body is on working overload. Now, when I was talking about with Snoop Dogg, it indicated that Snoop Dogg's daughter was diagnosed with lupus, and it says – this was in July 9, 2010. The rapper, um, he told in People's Magazine, the rapper says he felt helpless while trying to find a diagnosis for his daughter. And, you know, and, and, and that is hard because I remember when my mother and I was going through, and they were talking about bone marrow trans biopsies and. You know, and her having to carry me into the doctor's office sometimes and the hospitals and wanting to know what was wrong. And she didn't know what to do. She really didn't. So I just felt like, you know what? I got to figure this out and try to take care of myself. Now, Shawan, you were saying the medicine. Which What medicine are you taking?
1: I'm on um, the Plaquenil and. Um Folic acid, methotrexate, and Humira.
0: How is that working for you? Because, like I said, I could not—I couldn't do plaquenil.
1: I I couldn't. You know what? I was on plaquenil at the beginning, and when I saw another doctor, so I was off for years. And this Mm -hmm. doctor here, since about ago she just put me she put me back on the plaquenil so it's going okay um but I don't think I I need to talk to her because I, I don't feel like what she has me on right now is actually working good enough because prednisone she doesn't want me on prednisone and I feel like that's what really helps but she said it's a lot of bad side effects
0: There are a lot of bad side effects, and like I said, that's why it didn't work for me. And I remember, and I thank God for my doctor when I had Dr. Howard Kay, and he straight out told me, people do not die from illnesses. They die from complications from the medication. And so you have to learn how to live a different lifestyle. You have to learn how with diet and exercise. You know, I take this stuff called colloidal silver, and the colloidal silver helps boost my immune system. And so I don't get sick. I don't feel tired. I, I do very well. And, you know, and I remember being told to look for some colloidal silver with seaweed. Still haven't found that. But plaquenil and a steroid, sometimes it makes matters worse in some people. So that doesn't mean if you're on the air to just discontinue your medication. But work well with your rheumatologist and be your own advocate. You know, don't be ignorant to the treatments that are available, but educate yourself because you have to have a sense of awareness. Because when I would go see my rheumatologist, even today, I get my blood work done, but they always be like, you know, we don't know what's going on with you. This is like a miracle. We don't understand and I just keep going and just keep going every year. And I'm in my 50s. And like I said, I've been dealing with this for over 40, it's been 40 years now. So I thank God that I have not had to deal or go through a lot of stuff that people have been through because some people are on disability. They cannot work because of their symptoms of lupus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well. um... Thea, you were saying something about with your friend with his daughter. How did he um, handle that? What was his, how old was the daughter when you guys noticed that she was having the symptoms?
2: Oh, this was back in, like, 2009, so she would have been in her early, she would have, let me see, that's the youngest one, so she would have just been, like, 18 or 19 She would have just been finishing high school, because I think she finished high school in, like, 2007, and this was in 2009 when she was diagnosed. So, yeah, she was around 19 or 20, and um, Mm -hmm. he didn't even realize. um, They didn't know until one day she was out walking her dog, and she said that she just felt tired all of a sudden and got dizzy, and she passed out. She was in the hospital for, like, almost a month.
0: Mm -hmm. until
2: they found out, until they diagnosed her with and found out what was really wrong because at first they had no, they kind of like had no idea what was going on with her body.
0: Mm hmm And And
2: finally, yeah, sorry.
0: No, I'm going to say a lot of people get misdiagnosed before they find out what the real diagnosis is. And I mean, it's getting better. I do want to say it is getting better. Because for a long time they they really didn't know, and even with my doctors I appreciated the doctors that would tell me to, that we just don't know. We're not going to give you no medicine, but we really don't know. Because my blood work with my body was my, my blood work would, would say one thing, but my body would be doing something totally different. So they couldn't figure it out, and instead of overloaded me with a bunch of different medications, they would just do more of, okay, come back in a year or come back in six months and we'll do more blood work. And that's all they've really done with me. But I know now my body is kind of like, you know, you go going to have to do something. And I, I get that. And part of that, and what we're going to go into, is pretty much a lifestyle change, because, like we, like I said earlier, and this is also coming from lupus.org, is lupus is a complicated disease that affects individuals differently and in different ways. Sometimes it could be mild, for others it can truly be life threatening. So we don't want to minimize it. Now, right now there's no cure for lupus, but the good news is that with support of your doctors and loved ones, you can learn to manage it. And we can start by learning to manage it by first educating ourselves. We talked about what lupus is. And we know that 1.5 million individuals in the United States are living with lupus. Some have passed, some are still living with this. And like I said, a lupus can cause a lot of different symptoms that come and go over time. The common symptoms include the butterfly rash on the cheeks and the nose, pain and swelling in the joints, and fatigue, tiredness. So you know, Theo, yesterday I kept saying, I need a massage. My body hurt because massages are so important. And now that I got my massage, I feel much better because you see I ain't walking around getting hurt. Now, we know, again, the extreme fatigues, pain, swelling in the joints, and with the pain that's swelling in the joints, the swelling in the hands, the feet, and around the eyes, headaches, low fever, sensitivity to sunlight or fluorescent light. That is another thing that can also cause flare-ups. Chest pain when breathing deeply. And many individuals with lupus also have problems that affect their skin, their hair. We talked about the blood fly rash around the cheeks and nose, hair loss, sores in the nose and the mouth. Fingers and toes turning white or blue, feeling numb when a person is cold or stressed. We know that when we talk about these symptoms, now, it indicates if I have these symptoms, does it mean I have lupus? The answer is not necessarily. Lupus shares, it kind of goes in what you said earlier, Thea, it shares a lot of symptoms with other diseases like arthritis and Diabetes. So if you have these common symptoms, it's important to talk to your doctor and find out whether you have lupus or a different health problem and the way that you can get the treatment that you need. And like I said, go see your doctor. And some individuals, when we talked about lupus, um, a common symptom in um, children, because sometimes children can also be diagnosed with lupus, and we, But there is a checklist, and there are tests that can be done. Now, when we start talking about common symptoms of lupus in children, there are many symptoms of lupus, some invisible and some very visible, because like I said, if you're talking about your organs. But if you start noticing with your children, meaning hair loss, a bloated look in the face and neck, rashes or lesions or sores, weight gain and easily bruising, you know, and those are just some of the symptoms. Some of the other symptoms that you can find in your children that can be hard to cope with, muscle aches, joint pain, severe fatigue, chest pain, memory loss, and difficulty processing information. Now, I do want to say this. A lot of times we talk about lupus. Sharon, did you ever wonder if it was hereditary? Um,
2: Yes.
1: And actually, my daughter is starting to show signs, so I need to take her. We're just talking about going to um, get her tested. Mm-hmm. But I know that nobody else, I haven't, I haven't heard of anybody else in the family besides you that had it, so I don't know where it comes from.
0: Mhm. You know, and it's interesting because I know with Tisha, she was having symptoms at one time, too, and um, I think they ruled it out with her, but sometimes it can come and, and it can go. Because, like I said, I know with my mom, she was really, really, really afraid for me. And sometimes in um, pregnancy and lupus don't go together. That's a whole mm-hmm. other issue. Because I remember when I was still in my 20s and my 30s, and when I was married, my husband wanted another child. And I'm like, hmm I don't know if I can do all of this because I ain't trying to be losing my life having no kids, you know. But it does affect individuals in a lot of a lot of different ways. Now, I have a question, Sharon, with the coronavirus and knowing you have a compromised immune system, what are you doing to take care of yourself?
1: Um, I haven't really been going out but um my daughter, she works in healthcare but she's just been making sure as soon as she walks through the door, she takes her clothes off and puts them right in the laundry and um, takes a shower. So mm-hmm. I've been, I mean, I, I haven't really been going on maybe to a couple of stores here and there, but I'll keep my mask on and, but pretty much stay in as much as possible.
0: hmm You know, and and I've been pretty much doing the same thing because I've been trying my best to stay out of people's way. I only go out if I really, really have to because I don't want to be exposing myself. And I'm looking at some information, and it says what to know about the um, COVID-19 and lupus. And I want to share this information because, like I said, if you have a compromised immune system, you don't want to be playing with that. And they updated the article on April the 27th, and, and it says they also, the symptoms section of this article was updated on May the 19th, 2020. And even though, again, like I said, that lupus is a chronic autoimmune condition in which the immune attacks its only tissues, and people with lupus are at a higher risk of infections. And those with lupus who develop COVID-19, may be at a higher risk of developing severe symptoms. Now, some treatment for lupus may also increase the risk of the infection or severe complication from the infection, but prevention is one of the most important tools against COVID-19, and there are some extra steps to consider for people with compromised immune systems. Now, it is important for people with lupus to work closely with their doctor to find workable treatments for their symptoms in each case. But we have to, in regards to learning more about it and knowing your risks. Now, as I'm looking through this article, And it talks about what are some of the symptoms, and it indicates that according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the symptoms of COVID-19 may appear 2 to 14 days after exposure to the virus. And, you know, we know the symptoms are a fever, a dry cough, shortness of the breath, sore throat, headache, muscle pains, chills, loss of taste and smell. And now they're talking about it also can include general fatigue and gastrointestinal symptoms, but the infections may have a longer incubation period in some cases. So but when we start talking about it being dangerous for people with lupus, is individuals, like I said, with lupus are at more of a risk of the affections and the complications, because individuals, when we start taking the autosuppressant drugs to manage their symptoms, these drugs themselves can also increase the risk of the infection. And a person with lupus who also has other risk factors, such as being over 65, living in a long-term care facility, or having other medical conditions associated with lupus are at greater risk. So we have symptoms we have to look for. Now, Thea, when we start talking about this, what comes to your mind when I say that individuals with other um, illnesses have to to do certain things. Let me see. She click clicking off and clicking back on. Let me tell you what some of the, the things that they said for, for pre- prevention that we have to do, Sharon. Getting plenty of rest and staying hydrated. Now, I've been getting a lot of sleep, so I give myself credit on that. The staying hydrated part, mm, I drink my water. How are you doing with getting plenty of sleep right now and staying hydrated?
1: Yeah, that's my problem, too. I find it so hard to drink water, but... I have been trying to um, to drink more. I've been buying, like, a lot of water bottles, so find it easier. I keep it in my room. But um, I, I don't know. Sleep, I'm, I'm the one I'm out. By 9 o'clock, I'm asleep every night. So I don't sleep long, though. I I, I don't sleep good. I By 4 or 5, I'm up, but I do go to bed early. Yeah, I've been You're trying
0: like, to get I more, when you more your water birth. in. When you set your daughter mm-hmm. going to work. No, when you set your daughter going to work, you know I still keep thinking y'all is being little kids. I'm like
1: I know. She <laughs> she'll be twenty <laughs> next month. <laughs>
0: it's going to work. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so used to y'all still being young. Wow. Okay. Another thing is washing your hands regularly with warm water and soap and lathering for at least 20 seconds, using an alcohol-based hand sanitizer, at least 60% alcohol with soap and water when it's not available, cleaning and disinfecting all household areas that see regular use, avoiding public transportation. And I'm not seeing that everybody have vehicles to get around, but if you have a lupus, you might want to avoid public transportation until this coronavirus is gone avoid public spaces, and steam at least six feet away from other people. Those are some of the things that we have to do because if you have a compromised immune system, you are at a higher risk. So you don't want to play with that. And there are treatment and symptoms
2: management.
0: You know, if you um even though we know that there's no cure for COVID nineteen, symptoms management suggests taking um things for your pain and fever. Again, drinking plenty of fluids, and eating small but frequent nutritionist meals and getting adequate rest and engaging only in activities that do not cause overtiredness. So I'm about to tell Tisha that. I can't be overtired. So <laughs> She did, You know what, for some reason, Charol, she be giving me such a hard time, and i be calling her your little twin. But she just be acting like I could just move mountains and jump off of bridges. and I'm like, I'm tired. She don't give me nobody. <laughs> um, what are so many other things that you would want the listeners to know that they
1: could do? I think you covered them all. I mean, hopefully they know just to stay away. You know, some people, they got to get out, but I'm not. I'm not taking chances like that because I'm just, I'm so scared because I know how hard it would be if I ended up with this virus. I have a hard Mm -hmm. enough time with the lupus, and then having lupus and COVID is not going to work for me. So.
0: Mm hmm You know what, and I I tell people that myself because I remember when they thought at one point I had breast cancer, I said, Lord, I know you ain't going to give me breast cancer and lupus. That ain't fair. That is just so. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> well, thank God I didn't have it. But you know what? But that is true. So we got to learn how to use wisdom. We really got to use wisdom. And you saw. I don't know if you was on Facebook when I went off on Reggie about being at the casino. You know, it's like for real. And like I told them, don't come around me. Whatever you do, do not come around me. So and so, if you have and you're out there and you're trying to go out and about and you want to go to the beach, or you want to do these things just remember your family members that do have compromised immune system you know mm-hmm. just be mindful of that you anything you want to say in regards to that
1: um my family's been pretty good they they know about that so they've been they've been trying to stay in the house too and like i said when when camille walks in she makes sure she will not come in my room and give me a hug nothing, until she takes a shower after she gets home. And then even mm-hmm. when she's out, she's like, I'll put on my mask. And So we've been pretty good. We haven't really had too much company over. Really nobody even comes over. So,
0: hmm So we've if, been, you know, if your family member got a compromised immune system, don't be offended if, you know, they kind of avoid you or including family members with symptoms over a fever of 100 the nausea if you know that you are having nausea, vomiting, diarrhea and specifically you should avoid close personal contact such as hugging and kissing and shaking hands. So we just gotta be mindful and just stay at home. You know, I said I was gonna cook today. I'm a I want to put my little volleyball set outside. I said it's gonna be me and Ryder against Tisha and Thea and I know me and Ryder probably gonna lose. So <laughs> But we're gonna try to play volleyball in the front yard. And I'm only going to play for a little while because I'm going to get tired. So, but you just don't, don't mean you have to stop living is one of the things I want individuals to know, because when we start talking about living with lupus, there are millions of individuals that are living with lupus, but you just have to live differently and you just have to be mindful. You know, don't, Rush yourself to an early grave, and you know diet is important, exercise is important, and I know that sucks because I hate to exercise. But as I was looking at my little Facebook Live thing, I was like, I got all my good." But you know, we just got to make sure that we learn how to 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 do things so that we can try to live a life that is as normal as possible. And diet and exercise do play a part. Now I'm gonna ask you, um. Sharon, how do you deal do with the diet and the exercise? Because that's my, I don't, I ain't going to lie about that part.
1: How do you deal with that part? I think I'm like you. <laughs> I try to, and they do say that diet is a big thing too, but why don't eat pork? Um, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I really don't change my diet. I try to add more vegetables and things like that, but um Exercise I walk, but I don't do enough. I need to I need to do more.
0: Mhm. And that's really, really huge because you gotta take care of yourself. You also have to be aware of your mental health. So not only mm-hmm. is diet and exercise important, I found that there's a lot of individuals that have um lupus, they deal with a lot of mental health issues, whether it's depression, whether it's anxiety, I find that to be very huge too, especially with depression. And I don't know if it's because of the fear of having the um, disorder or the fear of, you know, having to go see the doctors, the bad news. I have no idea, but when I'm looking at some information and it talks about, and this was an article written in WebMD, and it talks about lupus and mental health concerns. And they look at it as when we talk about a cognitive dysfunction, that many individuals with lupus experience a variety of related problems, including or difficulty thinking, and they may describe the feelings of fuzzy head or what they call a lupus fall but they're finding that there are some things that are happening. So I'm going to remind Tisha of that too. But, and it says that also with that, other ways you are likely to experience mental and physical problems such as difficulties concentrating or sleeping. You are also likely to have felt emotions such as grief, fear, anxiety, and depression. And these feelings are common, and understanding where they come from can help individuals develop techniques for coping with them. Now, I know with you and what I remember of you, cousin. When it comes to, to even with grief, and you don't—you've never done grief well, never. How are you now? Because considering that you have to take care of
1: yourself, um, you said as far as grief, you said.
0: Cause grief, depression, sadness. You've never been good at that.
1: No. Now, I'm stuck <laughs> and I ice. have bad anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm. See, my emotions—I really cover bad. my emotions well. You don't. You're no. very—you're much more emotional than I am. So, how no. do you manage your emotions, and at the same time, make sure that you're taking care of yourself?
1: Um. I'm I'm still the same way. I'm a bit crybaby, but <laughs> I try. Um, you know, I, I I listen to a lot of music. I need to be alone if I'm feeling that way. I just I'll go lock myself in the room, listen to some music, and just get away. But um, I heard you when you were talking about the memory fog. I have that a lot. I'm so forgetful.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I have the the memory fog so bad. But in that irritates me because it's like I forget everything and that stresses me out. But, yeah, I have – I'm not good with stress and anxiety at all.
0: Mm-hmm. And, see, and I can see the memory being an issue for you because you've always been so smart. You've always been smart. And then it seems like if you forget something, it's like, oh, my God, how did I forget that? Or why didn't I know that? You know, but sometimes you got to, But they say, charge it to the game. You know, hey, I tell mm-hmm. people now, I know what I need to know when I need to know it. If I don't need to know it, I don't want to know it. <laughs> see, <if laughs> anything else you want to add
1: to the show, as we're talking about, um, um, Lupus Awareness 2020. Um, I just, I, it, it is like she was saying that um, a lot of people, they think that we're like hypochondriacs. They don't understand it. So just mm-hmm. get more understanding about it because you can't see it. It's one of those, you know, hidden illnesses. We don't, we feel horrible, but we look okay. So that's always been my problem. Like you look fine, there's nothing wrong with you, and inside I'm like, no, I feel like crap. My body hurts. You know, I may look the same on my face, but inside I'm hurting. I'm tired. I'm drained. I'm in. I'm sore and people just need to that's that's the only thing they just need to get more understanding if they have somebody in their life you know look it up and find out what it is before they just assume we're just complaining about something
0: Mhm. Oh, I can't wait for Tisha to hear this show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi Tisha. <laughs> well, I'm here somewhere. What you said writer? I'm Oh, Ryder right, says she's in the bathroom going boo-boo. Okay, so she ain't listening. Okay. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> here. So where, he just said exactly where he at. Okay, so, again, you know, part of, like I said, with Lupus Awareness um, 2020, we have to basically learn how we can help ourselves, and they have some steps that you can cope better with lupus. And we talked about some of the things, but including educating yourself and others, Learn as much as you can about the disease and its treatment and share the information with friends and family members so that they will better understand the disease and how it affects you. And like you said, and like Theo was saying, people think we're hypochondriac. It's not that. When we're tired, we're tired. When I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy. I will go to sleep. We have to practice healthy lifestyle habits. Exercise. So, Samara, we got to hold each other accountable. We need to do that. Exercise ready. (laughs) Healthy, balanced diets, get enough rest. And we didn't even talk about this, but with lupus, you are to avoid alcoholic beverages. Because alcohol and lupus do not go together. That's something that could also make you have a flare-up, too. And also, particularly if you're depressed, alcohol, we know, is a natural depressant. It can markably increase the severity of the depression and the symptoms. So we need to learn that. We have to learn um, stress management techniques are very, very important. And do activities you enjoy, meaning you may limit some activities. So it's important to find things you enjoy doing and take time to do it, like I'm going to do today as soon as I get off the air. Seek support. When you're feeling down, talk to a trusted friend, a clergyman, or join a support group. Okay, right, I'll get it. Also, appreciate yourself. Now, if you have lupus, although you may have it, you're likely to have many other things, such as pretty eyes, a friendly smile, you got other talent. Don't focus on your lupus. Focus on loving you. Uh, Cousin, what else you want the listeners to know Before we go off the air?
1: That's about it We got I'm hoping to find a cure one day Not one yet
0: I know I know But you know what And like we said earlier It can go into remission For a very, very, very long time And I know mine is in remission For a long time Because I haven't had the symptoms in a while But I also do very well With managing my stress And taking care of myself So if you're out there Take care of yourself. Don't let the coronavirus stress you out, drive you crazy. Take care of yourself. Avoid social contacts with individuals, especially if they're sick. And if you find yourself being sick, take care of yourself because you getting healed and you basically um, trying to heal from the coronavirus is going to be harder. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Ridiculous Blog Talk Radio. And tomorrow is a Tuesday, and that's when we do the segment from the pulpit to the couch. And the topic is, are you ready for church? Because it looks like people are rushing to open up these doors, and we're talking about with the coronavirus and lupus. Are you ready to put yourself in that atmosphere? How do you know when you're ready or when it's safe? We're going to talk about that. So join me tomorrow at Precious Predicaments Rock Talk Radio. If you want to call in and be a guest, call in at 516 516 387 and cousin, it, be it. thank you for joining me on the air. I appreciate you guys. Until tomorrow, thank
1: next-
0: you. Year. Remember, you got this. Thank you, cousin. Bye bye. See you. Welcome. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.